morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Introvert Supercast. We're here today with the lovely Beatbox Ton. Yo. <laughs> and I'm the Unidentified Funk Octopus. This is episode 72, and it's March 20th. What's up, Ton? Nothing much. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's up. We're going to a concert. Finally. It's been last concert we went to... I think you were telling me was we went to Reggae in the Desert in Las Vegas. Ton got us into the event. How'd you get us in, Ton? Um, I was, we were going to E3, it was 2010, and uh, Barrington Levy, who is a reggae artist from Jamaica, was yeah, uh, tweeting about it. And I said, you know, I wish I could go. I'm going to be in LA for an event and he's like well just come down I'll get you in and you know talk to my uh manager and you know yeah his his manager was like daddy I don't remember big daddy something I don't don't know maybe big daddy from I don't remember the manager's name but um I think he gave me his number yeah (laughs) I don't remember it was so long ago and um so yeah when we got there we got in I think that was a, that was a crazy year because I think that year we went to Universal Studios. I think that was the no. same year, no? No, that wasn't the same year. Oh. And no, we we flew down like early. I think yeah, we went early so we can go to Reggae in the Desert. So we rented a car in Los Angeles. Yes. We uh, drove to Las for Vegas. 4 hours. It was, <laughs> was a 4 it for- hour drive. Was it really? Yeah. I thought it was a two-hour drive. No, and that's why we were like, well, we can do it, because normally we'd go to our reggae shows in Albuquerque, and it was a four-hour drive from El Paso. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we always do this. Like, this is this is the thing we, we're used to. But we we had flew over the, to California from El Paso. As soon as we got off, I think we got, I don't know if we got, yeah, I think we went straight to get the rental car. Yeah. Because we didn't stay there that night. Mm-mm. We drove to Vegas mm-hmm. and then went to went straight to Reggae in the Desert. Mm-hmm. And then we got in, did did our thing there, and then we left. And then I think we were we stayed at We stayed at a hotel in Vegas like like a cheapy hotel cuz yeah. we were like we're only going to sleep a few hours and drive back. And we did. We only slept like I don't know, like, by the time, I don't I know we went and we were walking the strip to eat because there's always food on the strip. And then we just got a hotel there. We slept for like. Motel 6. Maybe. I don't, like I don't something remember. Like something like, we were like, we just need something. Yeah. And then we just slept for like a couple hours, woke up early and we had to go to LA because we were meeting we're, Jason. Yeah. And, and we were going to pick up our badges that day with them. Yeah. So we <laughs> drove back for four hours that morning. <laughs> Picked up our badges. We ran around, did our thing for that first day. Yep. I uh, think that was the day that, no, I could be wrong. <clears throat> no, no, no. I was thinking that that was the day that we took the sub and did all that stuff, but I oh, don't no, think that it was, was that year. The Crenshaw Boulevard? <laughs> yeah. No, so, so then we drove back, picked up our badges, did whatever we normally do first day, do a lot of running around. And I think when the next day for E3, day one, we were just exhausted. Yeah, that before was... Before it even started. 
that was a cool event because we saw Barrington Levy, which he's an mm-hmm. amazing reggae artist. Mm-hmm. We saw Sly and Robbie. Actually, yeah. real quick before you keep going, mm-hmm. I sing Black Roses, uh, which is his song every time, you know, I'm on Animal Crossing. <laughs> and uh, we saw Sly and Robbie. Uh, yeah, before. Uh, before one of them passed, yeah. Or was it Robbie? Uh, the bass player passed away. Robbie. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know his name. Or which one is which? Yeah, I just know they're uh, they're the they're the, the kings of reggae rhythms. Yeah, so a lot of American people do did music with them. I think um, no doubt did that. Uh, no doubt, I rock steady say album. Say Lauren Hill. I might be wrong on that. Probably they're. I don't uh, know. They have the the baddest rhythms uh, from the beginning of like reggae. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also saw King Yellowman. Yes, performed. we didn't know he was going to be there actually, because yeah, we we'd always go see him and talked to him, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't know he was going to be there. Also, um, the one girl that did the whole electric slide, the one that created it, what's her name? Uh, I don't, I don't remember her name. Not Nancy, not Sister Nancy. It was um, uh, Eka Mouse wasn't there, right? He wasn't there. No, no. But it there was were a lot of people there. I'm trying to remember. I remember I had my flag. It was a e- oh, Ethiopian uh, flag, and it was signed by Yellow Man. Yeah, signed by Buju Bantong, and then we took it to get it signed by Barrington, Barrington Levy. Uh-huh. And this girl was like, "She goes, that's my flag," and I was like, "No." And she goes, "She was on security. She was like, he's got my flag. He stole my flag,'" and I was like, "Uh, no, this isn't." The security guard came. I was like. Ask her what's on the flag. And then she's like, oh. I was like, yeah, no, these are signatures. This isn't your flag. And I was like, I didn't say the word, but I was so upset. Yeah, that was crazy. It was weird. Like, I was like, was are you on really drugs? Weird. Why do you want this flag? Oh, yeah, I remember. I think I was going to. I remember. I think I was good because that's when we lived in Marfa for a few months. Oh, yeah. And I was going to go up for, like, I would always go over there. Like, our, our post office was really tiny. <laughs> And um, the population was, I believe, 1,200 or 2,000. Something ridiculously small. No, I don't even... Yeah, it was 2,000, something like that. And um, I remember I would talk to the postman there, and he's like, well, yeah, like, you want to work here? And then you'd become postman eventually. And I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool, you know? And I I don't know what (laughs) I was thinking. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to take the test and all this. But then... There was like all this, you know, all these smells over there that I was all, let me cover my nose and mouth. Oh, really? You don't remember? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, no, my gosh. And I was like trying to oh, get away that's from right. all of okay. it. Okay. I was confused with her story because when you go to reggae in the desert, uh, all you smell is the ganja. You s- it's all over the place. And Tom was paranoid because she's like, oh, my gosh. When I go take, a- if I take a test, I'm going to be like, oh, you smoke stuff. And I'm like, you know? no. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh man, how am I gonna do this? And I was like, I was like, we were outdoors, and I felt like you couldn't get away from it. Oh yeah. I mean, but walking downtown LA, it's like the same thing too. It's like kind of like uh, cover your nose and mouth and hold your breath. And <laughs> I remember I'd always tell my my bosses, I'm like, yo, I'm going to a reggae show, you know, like I'm just letting you know. And they're like, dude, don't worry. I'm like, okay, because every reggae show is just like. It's synonymous, you know, mm. with the, with the uh, ganja man. <laughs> yeah, and I probably shouldn't say this, but we went to go see um, Buju, and this was not the show before he got incarcerated. <laughs> yeah. But um, like a year before. 
mm-hmm. because we actually saw him another time, which was like right <clears throat> before. And that's the time we met him. Um, but the first time we saw him, I was trying to stay away from all of it as well. And I was like in the back by the bouncers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then the next time we saw him, he's like, oh, I heard you weren't able to enjoy it last time. I was like, yeah. how did you hear about all that? <laughs> But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to another concert, so we're excited because uh, there haven't been any events. We haven't gone to a PAX, we haven't gone to an E three to a video game award. We didn't even go to South by Southwest, and you know this last one, Reggie Fizeme was there. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, the, the South by Southwest, uh, not the gaming thing. I think it was like the movie thing. I don't know. I didn't even know it happened. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's. Or how maybe this whole... we talked about it and I forgot. I don't know, but. I think the, the the last thing, not I think, the last thing that we did go to was South by Southwest um, right before COVID hit. And actually, it was 2019 because in 2020, mm-hmm. we went to go see Paul Rubens. That's um, right. Mm-hmm. And with his Pee Wee's Adventure um, tour. Mm-hmm. So that was the last thing. But I'm trying to think. I can't believe that Reggae in the Desert would be the last concert we went to. Like, I... Is that right? I think so. It's just weird. I think because Yellow Man started going to Santa Fe instead of Albuquerque, and that added a whole hour and a half, and we're like, we're going to drive five and a half hours, mm-hmm. and then drive back, because we used to do it all in the same night if we could. Um, yeah, that was crazy. No, actually, we would stay there all the time, I think, and One then time. leave in the morning. One time, I was like, let's do it, and I was like, Whoa. I remember. It was a hardcore. Yeah. And and I remember we were going to see Cableton and mm-hmm. he, he canceled. canceled as we were driving out. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like they were real bad about relaying that information. Yeah. So I guess that was the last. Yeah, it was the last, last event. And it's like we live so close to. to Like all these events. The like, major cities that yeah. we could just drive out much faster than it would have been if we were to drive to Albuquerque from El Paso. And I was real excited about that because I was all that way if Yellow Man comes around. And now he's touring with his daughter, which I think mm-hmm. is absolutely amazing. I think is that's she yellow, beautiful. Yellow Woman? No. I, I don't know what name she goes <laughs> goes by. But I think it's so cute. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And I would love to see them. And uh, there's, you know, some cool reggae places that aren't too far yeah, from Austin. us. Austin's got a lot of... Uh, uh, it's something like, I think it's called like the Flamingo, Flamingo Cantina. Or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, Flamingo Cantina. I remember I would always look because I was always kind of kind of keeping an eye on what shows were going. And we were like from El Paso to drive to San Antonio or Austin to see them. It, it was a, a pretty hefty drive. Mm-hmm. And the Chili Peppers, uh, we're a little older. So for us, Chili Peppers are like um, our generation, like the Beastie Boys, Red Hot Chili Peppers, 311. So the Chili Peppers are on tour, and I'm like, cool, maybe we could see them. And then, nope, they're going to Dallas. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't think Well, you could it's, tell the story. It's not worth the drive for me. Well, you could tell the story oh, about... We did, the Red Knot Chili Peppers. You said it earlier. Oh, no, we we talked about it on the previous podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I don't uh, remember. Yeah, so we'll f- we're finally going to get out to see a concert, and it's kind of I'm kind of excited. Yeah, and... Yeah, I'm excited. This will be Zion's first concert ever, and he likes 311 also. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I was going to mention that we did get out of the house. Um, we went to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't go out. <laughs> We're bats. 
And it's just weird because when COVID hit and everybody was like, ah, I have to stay home. This is crazy. And I'm like, I don't know. This is normal for us. But then when it got to a point where I was being told I had to stay home, I'm like, wait a minute. Now it does something with you. It does something mentally to you because you're like, well, now that you're telling me, I kind of want to get out, you know? So even though we were hermits and we stayed indoors all the time. It's like I, I told you, like, if you tell me the paint is wet, I'm going to put my hand on it. If you tell well, me I can't. Do that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you tell me I can't say this, I want to say it. If you tell me I can't touch this, I'm going to touch it. And it's just. It's and, not that I went out. It's just I wanted to because you yeah, told me I couldn't. Exactly. Not you, but. It, exactly. So, yeah. but that's, that's how my mind is like wired where it's like. Oh, you can't do this. Why? Because it's forbidden. Is it forbidden though? Mm. But I think it does something to everybody mentally because I know all the other hermit friends that I have, they're just like, it was getting to them too. And I think it's because we rarely got out, but we would still kind of get out, even if it's going to the store or something like that. And then we couldn't even do that to where it's like, holy crap, this is this is really doing a number on me. And I think for you, it's extremely unhealthy because you work from home. Mm-hmm. So you're like in a jail cell like all day long and then you're like, and then I can't go out. So you're just like, ah, I shall die Well, here. I mean, I love what I do, but, and I love my house. So I wouldn't say it's a jail cell. <laughs> like I would never, like, I, I don't even want to imagine like, no, but <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I do need to get out sometimes. Um. And there's not a lot of stuff that you can do here. But then again, we do have the beach, which apparently isn't safe anymore either. Yeah, there was a shooting this uh, spring break. Yeah, and Tito was just there on Friday. And then it happened Saturday. And I'm like, oh my God. And the guy's out in the wild. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it's just out. So I guess it's like, this guy must have played video games because he knows exactly. You hide for a while and then... And then the, the police stop looking, and then you, you go back and live oh your life. Oh, my gosh. Like, I've done that before in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> you know, when, when you do all this craziness, and then the cops are looking for you, and then you hide behind, well, like, I a building. I don't think they even know and who everything they're chills. looking for. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, man. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy people, people are going bonkers. Um, but uh, I did also, we've been bin- binge-watching the Teen Titans on HBO Go. Is it HBO Go? I don't, HBO, I don't know what it's called. HBO Max? I don't think it's, it's Go. Pokemon I think Go. you're thinking, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know that Zion didn't ever watch Teen Titans with us. Me neither, because I'm like, you haven't seen this one? He's like, no. I was like, let's watch it. Yeah, so he's binging those, because he, he, it was Benji and Tito that grew up with us watching it with them. And it's and fantastic. I think that, wow, I actually sounded like, Azrath Menthrios in those. Azrath Metronomes in those. What's her name? Raven? Raven. I sounded like her right now. Um, I think he saw the movie. Oh, Trouble in Tokyo? I think he I love did. That one. I'm sure he did because we watched it again. I keep talking like her right now. That's when Robin kisses uh, Starfire. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So he's watching it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. And so I was off for spring break with Zion, and we pretty much did the same thing that we do every day. We hide. We play hide-and-go-seek with the world. I think we're winning. <laughs> yeah, and I tried to get him out of the house. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're, we're going to a concert. I'm excited about that. One last thing I did want to talk about, Ton. Uh, we were watching the Kanye show on Netflix or Kanye, whatever it is. And I, you know what? I'm fascinated about that. You guys, I know this, this is a whole thing. Like talking about like religion, politics, it's like talking about Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> no, talking about Kanye is like talking about religion and yes. politics. Yeah. Yeah. You either just hate him and hate everything about him or you absolutely love him. You know what I mean? He's one of those figures, but I like to look at him the way like um for example, like I, I listen to and this is the same thing. I listen to the Rogan Experience, train all day, Joe Rogan podcast by night all day. And he had Mr. Beast. I don't really know much about Mr. Beast, but I was so fascinated, fascinated by he is an anomaly. Yeah. He's a special person, and I'm fascinated with the way his brain is wired. And the same level, I think Kanye, they're on that same frequency. Yeah. And I I, I know that, like, PewDiePie, I mean PewDiePie. Mr. Beast came into my radar. You might have known him before. Is when it was the whole PewDiePie versus uh, that's, T. That's when I also I was like really introduced to him. I'm like, I was like, okay. T-Mobile. I was like, T Pain. T. <laughs> Mr. T. Series. Series. Oh yeah, T Series. <laughs> God, Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when Mr. Beast kind of came into our radar, and then um, I'd see certain things that he did. I did watch a little bit of the. Squid Game, but after kind of listening to the podcast, I haven't finished it yet. I kind of, I'm listening to it in spurts, um, but seeing how much he actually put into it, and it, it's just, it's mind-boggling, like, how he got that accomplished so quickly, so I, I need to go he's and watch that. Yeah, he's Benji's age. He's 23. But um, going back to the Kanye thing, like, I feel... I feel really bad for him. I know he makes bad decisions, bad yeah. choices, and ugh, just all around where they're like, please stop, <laughs> you know? Like, I love your music, but you're, stop it, please. Yeah. You're making it pro- problematic for me yeah. to say that I even <laughs> listen to your stuff. <laughs> well, this, this is a good example of- bad for him. Me too, separating the art from the artist. Like, Bill Cosby, I don't want to separate the art from the artist. I just don't want anything to do with you. Right. But with Kanye West, I'm like, okay, separate the art from the artist because I love his music. But then when he talks, I'm like, can you stop talking? Well, that's how I am with Rai. Yeah. I love his their music and I love his voice. And then look into some of his history. I'm like, oh my God, please stop. Yeah, see, with that kind of thing, I, so I separate. Hard. Yeah, but with like where it's Kanye, where he's just kind of, um, I don't want to say, maybe, maybe different. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't really committed any crimes or anything. He's just kind of out there. Um, but when he talks, I don't like when he talks, like he's wild. Yeah. And I mean, he might just be very, just very bad at speaking because he, you know, he has no filter and he doesn't know how to filter it. And it it kind of also reminds me of Prince, like Prince didn't really like to speak. He didn't like to do interviews. He didn't like to do anything that's, that he had to do any speaking, because yeah. he was just kind of socially awkward when it came to things like Maybe that. Maybe also Michael Jackson, because if you think about mm-hmm. it, he didn't really talk much. Well, I know Prince was like, I kind of like, he he was accepting an award one time, and he's like, um, I kind of 
you know, you guys always say that I talk too fast, so I'm going to talk slower. And he's like talking, you could tell he's talking slower. And he's like, I just kind of don't really speak unless I'm spoken to. And I, it was like, huh. I knew he was kind of weird with interviews, mm-hmm. but I didn't think about that part of it. And I think that that we have Kanye, who's also kind of socially awkward in, in a sense, but on the other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. where he doesn't stop speaking unless he's told. <laughs> no, not even that. Like, it's just you have, like, Prince in this kind of group at this end, and then Kanye on this end, where... He just says things and doesn't think about how it can affect people yeah, and or how, how it comes can out. affect himself. But and what I was fascinated with that is because this was when he's just a normal guy. Yeah. And one of his buddies was like, I'm going to document his life because his buddy, uh, Cootie, I remember the name because I'm like, he got Cooties. I'm like, dude, change your name. I was bro. thinking like Kid Cuddy, but Cootie. Yeah. So yeah. this guy for some reason saw something in Kanye that was completely different from everyone else and say, I'm going to, I'm going to film this guy. I'm going to film everything he does from here. He believed in him till the end. Mm-hmm. So he saw something special in him. And when you see it, you can see the determination in Kanye where he's just really driven where I saw like Mr. Beast mm-hmm. where he was just focused since he was like 14 or 13 making beats. And well, then, sorry, no, go ahead. I think he had a really good support system with his mom. And it's like you see her on there and she knows the lyrics his rap, to his, his songs. His rap songs, yeah. I thought that was beautiful. Oh, God. But it, it wasn't even anything that I don't think he recorded at that time. Because she was like, oh, why didn't you record this one? And she mm-hmm. just starts like rapping in. And I was just like, wow. Like, And you see the way she looks at him. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I do that to my kids. They'll walk all over me. <laughs> I, I love how when she was telling him, hey, you know, you might want to like tell him about his ego. She goes, uh-huh. when, you know, when a giant looks into a mirror, you know what he sees? He sees nothing. And she was giving him the, the example. Like oh, he's her metaphors the, are amazing. Yeah. And I was like, wow, dude, this is, it was just neat to see him. Cause he's always been crazy Kanye. And I say crazy as far as, um, his artistic, um, um you know, I don't, I don't know how he is, how stable he is, <laughs> oh, but yeah. I'm saying like, yeah. His music is, I love his music. It's so wild. Like, it's so different. Yeah, you mean it as in wild, not as in, yeah. Like, uh, I'm saying, like, interesting, different mm-hmm. from other, like, when his hip, when his rap, when his hip-hop came, it was completely different. It kind of changed. Yeah, it did. And everyone now kind of, when you hear modern hip-hop, you're like, okay, that's like, that's like Kanye-like. Yeah, and it, it's weird because, like, I've never really cared for Jay-Z, uh, even though he used Kanye's uh, beats or yeah. beat. I don't know how many used, but um, I know that I love, love Mostaf. Oh, yeah. And Most seen Def. him on there, too. And it's Tell like, oh, yeah, that's right. It was around mm-hmm. that time frame. I know they still make music together, but it's like you kind of see. They believed in him. Yeah. And and it's just, it's just a great, uh, if, if you just, if you don't like him, you don't like him, whatever, big deal. Uh, you don't, don't watch it. But if you want to see something that's kind of special that from someone, nothing becoming what he is now, he's. Yeah. And I think we, we like these music um, videos that they're coming out with, like the Beatles get back. I think that that was phenomenal oh, yeah, growing up it. listening to it. And then like this Kanye one is, is really, it's great. But in, I 
think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I, I think he might have been the one that paved the way for someone who makes beats to be able to make their own albums and sing on them. Like, I think he did it before Pharrell did when he was with Nerd. Nerd. Oh, wait, who was he with first? Pharrell was Nerd. They were Nerd first. And, and then, then it he, went then to... Then he went to... I guess Nerd didn't really take off, so he would just make beats for everyone. But then it was but something just, else after Nerd. Um, There's another group name, I thought. I, thought I can't remember. Nerd. But I think... I think Kanye did it first because when he came out, he was still with Nerd in the in the documentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was just—it's cool. It's cool to see it, um, and it's—it's uh, it's wild how how his his career's really taken its its course. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's um, that's anything else you want to add up for the or weekly catch-ups? The Neptunes. Oh, that's right. I knew there was another one. And it was, he Planets. was with the Neptunes, not Nerd at that point. So it was Nerd, and then he went to the Neptunes, and then he went by, by himself, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's right. So if he was still with the Neptunes, sorry, I'm going back to this, and Kanye was breaking out as a solo artist, I think he did pave that way. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> nice. All right, Ton. Ah. <sighs> So, Mario Kart, Nintendo, they released, you know, their, their booster course. They announced all those maps that are coming out. And uh, they released their first booster pack. Oh, you know what? I got something else also on that. I'm, I'm a little upset at, at Nintendo. But let's talk about the booster pack first. So, they released, um, these are the new tracks coming out for the game that was released in uh, 2016, I believe. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, I don't know if you could fact check that, Jamie. I'm um, checking it. <laughs> yes. But uh, so, okay, they released, it's a total of eight new tracks. And that's what the first wave, we were, we were all excited. We we're like, dude, this is going to be great, huh? 2014. Oh, 2014. Because it, it came out on the Wii that's U. eight years ago. Yeah. On the Wii U. And then it was just, since the Wii U didn't sell, they released on the Switch. And that game is Gangbusters. It's like the number one racing game of all time, I believe. And uh, so they did, They finally released some DLC. We all got excited. But they said, hey, pump the brakes. It's twenty four ninety nine, and we're going to release them when we release them. Um, and they released the first eight tracks, and I thought this is going to be awesome. They came out. I actually had them before they released somehow. I don't know what happened. It was a glitch. And then we started playing it, me, Zion, we were streaming it, and then all of a sudden, it got zapped, and we lost all the maps. Didn't we go somewhere, and then you came back? I had lost food? it before, and I was oh. like, what do you mean they're gone? Zion's like, they're gone. I'm like, that's impossible. I had them. I was playing them. We were streaming it. He's like, they're gone, Dad. They're gone. They probably accidentally allowed access to the servers, the and then they were like, oh, ooh, take that off. Mm-hmm. So they're announcing it's 48 remastered courses, and that sounds awesome, right? Some people were like, oh, give us new stuff. And I'm like, dude, if you can give me a game like Call of Duty and give me every single map you've released, thank you. That's the Call of Duty that I'd like, please. Thank you. And, hey, they only release one Mario Kart per console, so this is the one we're getting. And I'm like, dude, as long as you don't lock it into a paywall where it's like, hey, get our online subscription service, I'm down, right? 
and they didn't. So $24.99, we got it. Eight maps came out, and I'll tell you what, we raced those eight, eight maps like that, and I was like, that's it? Really? Yeah, but it was weird. you have that on top of your old maps, too. Was it Rainbow Road? Uh, Rainbow Road is, there's there's a lot of Rainbow Roads, but oh. um, we did not get a Rainbow Road. Actually, I have the maps here. We got Paris, Paris Promenade. That was fun. I love the music. Um, Toad Circuit was okay. Choco Mountain. You remember Choco Mountain? Yeah, I do. I love Choco yeah, Mountain. I loved it too. Not so much. Really? Why? I, I don't know. It doesn't feel. And I don't know. Maybe, I'm it not doesn't saying feel? that you pixelate it, but it doesn't feel the same. Oh, like, I thought I you were going to leave that sentence like that. It doesn't feel. It's it's the. It's the Cocoa Puff stage where the yeah. Cocoa Puffs come down. And then uh, Coconut Mall, which everyone was me. going crazy. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I used to love that one. I know, me too. And it is actually fun. But I don't remember, like, the tricks. So I'm like, okay, my brain has to kind of, everyone's like, hey, Gusto, take the lower level. That's quicker. I'm like, I did not know that. And they're like, here's some tricks. I'm like, wow. But it's it's that one was cool and the music you're like oh i remember this one from the wii um and then they released tokyo blur that was pretty cool i like tokyo Blur. i don't remember that um yeah no because it's from mario kart tour Mm. so i don't know if that's an old one but i thought it was cool uh shroom ridge that's from mario kart ds i don't remember that yeah that one's i it was okay Sky Garden from... Wait, do you... I think I might remember it. Do you go into like a cave or something and then you're you're like driving off of a ledge onto mushrooms and then onto le- another ledge or something? I don't remember. What is it but called? That sounds like every Mario Kart stage. Oh, really? <laughs> what was it called? Shroom Ridge. Uh, it's it's apparently in Colorado because psilocybin mushrooms are legal. So that one is in Colorado. <laughs> No, I don't remember this. I know, me neither. It's from Mario Kart DS. We didn't really play that one. I mean, we, we might have played it a couple times, but not like the way we played. Like, I was oh, telling yeah. the doubler, I was like, dude, we played Mario Kart from Super Nintendo of to N64. Double Dash. <laughs> yeah, Double Dash. That was like my favorite. Me too. Um, uh, when I told him that, he didn't he didn't say anything, so I don't think he liked Double Dash. Um, also, Ninja Hideaway, which I absolutely hate. Hideaway. I'm looking these up as you're telling me. But all the professional guys love Ninja Hideaway because it's one of those where you can find these weird, they call them misks or something. I don't know what they're called. And they can really take shortcuts. And I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to stay on the road. <laughs> oh, that one's pretty. Oh, it's hard. It's so hard. But we played it. We raced. And I was like, okay, that's it. And then I'll tell you what, we raced them maybe twice, each of them twice. And then everyone ran off to the old maps again. Really? Yeah. And then after we played the old maps, we're like, okay, we've kind of played them all. Um, I guess we're done. And I thought, what what the heck? So uh, Dubler was telling me that they're looking to release these packs every four months. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, four months? Wow. That's going to take forever. Yeah, that is. And, you know, Ray was like, maybe they're just trying to stretch out the... The lifespan, but I'm like, dude, this is from 2014. Mm-hmm. Like, and okay, I thought you were say every four weeks, at, at least, even every, every month, four days. <laughs> but yeah, every four <laughs> weeks is every month, silly. Every what? 
four weeks. That's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, yeah. Is that what he said? <laughs> no, See? you said four years. No, every four months. A month. Sorry. Months. I'm yeah. like, now I'm adding to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it would, then it would, be re- it would last from 2014 to like 2032. Yes. There, <laughs> there's six waves, and each wave has uh, eight courses. But I'm like, dude, we're. Oh, my God. I was adding 24 years on. <laughs> but we we crushed those. We crushed them. And I'm like, dude, we need more. And then they data mined. Uh, they data mined more. Uh, you know, these guys, you know what they do. They sit there and they scan through all of them. And they see, let's see, Sydney Sydney Sprint Tour, LA Laps Tour, Mario Kart, Mario Circuit from SNES, which I love Mario Kart Circuit from SNES. Uh, Koopa Cape from the Wii, Rainbow Road 3DS. I don't remember that one. Vanilla Lake from SNES. I'll take anything from SNES. Um, New York Minute. That's from Tour. I don't play Tour. Uh, Maple Treeway, which is Wii. Sunset Wilds, Game Boy Advanced. Mary Mountain Tour. Uh, I've never, I've never played Tour. That's a cell phone game. I don't have oh, any desire to play. Oh, that's why. It. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, another Vancouver Vancouver Velocity from Tour. Mm-mm. Um, Shy Guy Bazaar from 3DS. Don't remember that. DK Summit on the Wii. Is that the one where you fly through a cannon? You go... Oh, no. Wasn't that on Choco Mountain? Choco Mountain didn't have that. I don't think it had it. Maybe. I guess it was DK. Oh, maybe. I don't remember, but... I don't know either because they're both like DK in the mountains and... One's just dropping Cocoa Puffs and... Yeah, that's Chocomount. The other one has what's-his-face with a tie. <laughs> oh, yeah, Billy Mitchell? Yeah. Um, I just know that I want the SNES, the Double Dash, the Mario um, uh, Double Dash, uh, N64 one, mm-hmm. and the Wii. <laughs> I don't care about the DS or 3DS ones. I don't want any of that. Or the Tour. I don't want any of that. But also when they came out, they didn't look polished. They looked they looked really um, bland. And they were saying they got the assets from the tour version or something like that, the cell phone game. I'm like... The ass or the assets? Yeah, they... they <laughs> if the, it didn't come out that good. Yeah, they got the ass from that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I was a little, a little disappointed on the release because I got tired of it really quick. I uh, raced Jason. I beat Jason, but it wasn't fair because I had been playing before he jumped on. So I was already uh, an expert. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, let's hope we get some new maps in. I just want to kind of throw that out there because if we're paying for it, I it sounds good, right? Eight? Eight courses? I guess 16 sounds better. Wait a minute. What do you mean you're paying? So we you're paid twenty four ninety nine. For each no, no, no. batch? To, for all of them. But they're timed, so they're going to be like, hey, here's here's eight. Yeah, but you are you don't have to pay 24 for each one. No. So then you didn't pay 24 for eight. For now it is. Yes. Yeah. And then, oh, Four you know, months. That's ridiculous. That's what they're saying, but it's, Nintendo has not announced it yet. Okay. But I hope they feel the climate and say, hey, that's you know within what? two years that all of them are released. I mean, it sounds about right. A long time. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, one last thing, real quick, on Nintendo. Um, so Jules, he contacted me. He said, "Hey, I want to play this F Zero 
on the Switch. Mm-hmm. It's got multiplayer. I'm like, sweet, get it, dog. And he goes, wait, how do I buy it? You cannot buy it. You have to subscribe to their... So it's going to come to a point where there are some games you could only buy through that? Where you can't buy. You can only play if you have the subscription service. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's terrible. Now then that means it's good, that's where the future is going to lead. I They're know. just kind of... They're sending it up, I think. Yeah. Because, dude, and it's so funny. Before this DLC pack was announced, I was like, dude, we've been playing Mario Kart. Man, I hope that Nintendo releases more maps, and I hope they don't lock it on, on like a paywall. And they didn't, but I can totally see them doing that. Not if you already paid for it. Yeah, but I'm saying like for the next console, they go, yeah. hey, here's the new Mario Kart, Mario Kart 9. Oh, that's so gross. And if you want to play the old maps, you can, but you need the family plan. But then again, think about the progression of the, you know, the move to just having things digital. Whereas we're like, oh, that's so gross. How can you do that? You're taking away our physical things that we pay for. And then look, it's just, I don't mind we it keep being, saying that and it keeps getting deeper and deeper. I don't mind it being digital, but I don't want to never own it. And I get it. Let me own it till you guys delist it. But don't tell me I have to keep paying in order to get, you know, to have access to it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That was just my little soapbox. What are you buying? What are you selling? What are you playing? I can't do it. I, I cannot. Uh, what are you playing, Gusso? Uh, Mario Kart. What are you? I'm going to practice that. <laughs> uh, but I played Mario Kart the Booster Pack. Uh, and like I said, I said it earlier. I mean, I was just kind of, everyone was kind of bummed. We're like, that's it? That's everything? And we're like, let's do it again. We did it again. And then we're like, all right, let's play some other stuff. Um, and look, I, I want more maps. It's cool. We got eight new tracks to rotate, um, you know, with the squad, because now we have a lot of Mario Kart people. Um, but it just felt like, okay, I'm ready for another eight. <laughs> and mm-hmm. what scares me is that if, let's say we wait a month or two and they release another eight. Guess what? We're burnt out of that that last eight they gave us. I know. And we're going to burn out of this eight. So the way they're doing it, it's it maybe it's not a good idea. Yeah. Maybe they should release. Maybe 16 and yeah. then 16 if they yeah. want to. We have something else coming in? Um, yeah, that's the mailman. Mailman's Third time's in. a charm? Oh, I yeah, because that was in ours. Yeah. Right. Okay, but I'm, sorry. I'm supposed to get that light, Distract. but I don't think the light's coming in today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I play Mario Kart. Um... I love the game. Mm-hmm. It is really the best cart uh, racer, uh, especially with these new maps. Like, hey, it's 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 fantastic. Everyone, if you have a Switch, get it. If you love cart racing, this is the best. Mod Nation Racers, rest rest in peace. Aww. Sonic Team Racing, I guess, if you have a PlayStation, because they don't really have, they have Crash Team Racing. Um, but I also played, um, what did I play, Tom? Overwatch. I played mm-hmm. that. And that game is just so good. It's so good. I, I can't stress 2016 game. I think that's why I was getting uh, Mario Kart mixed up with it because 2016 is when Overwatch came out and um, it's just so much fun. Or maybe not. It's because you're thinking of the Switch, which I don't even know when that released. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> uh, but I've been playing that. Uh, I did touch on some um, 
Marvels of what is that one? What is that group called? Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah, I played that for a little bit. I got stuck on this one part, and Zion's like, "Here, Dad, give me the controller." So it's happening. <laughs> do you remember when you were a kid and your parents were like, "Hey, can you do this? Give me the. Let me show you how to do it." Well, it's happening. Where I'm like, "Zion, come help, Dad. <laughs> I'm stuck." So and uh, that is weird because it was always the other way around. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, but it's it's actually a it's a pretty fun game. I'm not gonna lie, um, because there's some parts where the team comes up to you and you're like, are we doing this? Like we're doing it. And the music starts and you're like, Oh, that's cool. And it's the music's not for everyone. But if you watch any of the guardians of the galaxies, they always play some really old classics mm-hmm. and you're like, hell yeah, dude, I can totally kill some enemies to this jam. So that's really cool. And I love the way you bring in your characters to attack. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I think it's on game pass for free. So if you have an Xbox dude, play it. It's cool. Um, I bought it during the holidays, but um, like Leo said, I got 99 games and can't beat one. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> um, so, and then the last game I played was, what was that? Uh, you played Not Horizon. Elden. Horizons are, oh yes. Oh yes. I, I love, I love the game. I love it. I don't it. know how you forgot. <laughs> it's cause I, I'm, I had that week off. So I was just like, I'd wake oh, up every yeah. morning and I would start playing Horizon. You were playing Horizon. And then someone goes, uh. Someone would jump on the stream. Overwatch. And I'm like, let's (laughs) do it. And then boom, Overwatch. And then, you know, it was always, I'd play Horizon because I got to get that grind. Uh, Lupak just beat Horizon and he put 67 hours into the game. And that is beautiful because if Ton can only put 67 hours into Animal Crossing, I was going to say, I was about to say, who puts that much time into a game? And see, uh. <laughs> real quick before you go on with that, like I, I was, I was going to play Persona Five. Like something keeps calling my name, you know. Mm. Like I want to play it. I want to play it. And then I think about that, that grind where it just gets really monotonous. Mm-hmm. Because and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that part. Like that's the part where about JRPGs that kind of and RPGs in general that just kind of like turn me off. Where it's just like the same thing with with leveling up yeah um like nino Kuni, like yeah. i loved the game i loved the story but it was just like that Here part of it that yeah. i just oh my gosh i can't i can't even like wrap my brain around it and then i got so exhausted but with all that thought process that i didn't play it. yeah <laughs> well so i think it's if it was handheld like i think when pers- i think so too <laughs> persona 4 comes out on the switch you're going to jam on it. Yeah. You're going to be like, this is it. I just beat it again. Woo-hoo, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. 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 Um, I think so too. I think of a lot of those were handheld. It, it'd be a different story. Yeah, because Tan, she'll always like, uh, like snuggle up into like the sofa with her blankets or pillow. She'll be like, Gusto, can you move? Can you give me a pillow? Gusto, can you move? Can you give with, me a blanket? And I'm like, with my on. squishmallow and my yeah. <laughs> blanket. And she'll just play <laughs> her game there. And I'm like, I can't do that. Uh, I have to dock it and have it on my TV or I have to, I have to have surround sound or I have to have like, I want the full immersion, you know what I mean? And Ton's completely different. She's like, I just want a little bite size. And then, okay, that was cool. And then, oh, a little bite size. And the switch is perfect for her. Well, it's, it's weird because I, I wasn't like that before. And mm-hmm. I guess now that I'm trying to say this on a gaming podcast, but like play less, yeah. um, <laughs> you yeah. know. I don't know, like trying to do, like, I guess it's because I have a lot of hobbies and yeah. I ignored them 
And I have like all these things I collect and don't make things out of. So I'm trying to get back into that too. Yeah. And kind of divide my time. But I, I look at when I see you play Horizon, I'm like, oh, I want to play it. I want to play it. And I'm like, should I touch it? Because you tell me that all these things that you're doing, you're like, I'm just collecting berries. I'm like, oh man, that's another Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, someone came on uh, the stream. I was watching uh, VG. He was playing Elden Ring. Mm hmm. And he came on the stream, and I was talking to him. He goes, he goes, you play Horizon? I go, yeah, I love Horizon. He goes, oh, yeah, well, Video Game Donkey says it sucked. And I'm like, games are like snacks. Like, games are like food. Like, there are people out there. Like, Moss, mm -hmm. he loves Dynasty Warriors. Oh, and I did Props not. to him. Yeah. Like, he loves that. Yep. Lupak, he loves those JRPGs. He will play all of them. Lost yeah. Odyssey, Regami, Fire Emblem. Like, they love it. Yeah. And, and Regami's like, God of War was pretty good. I loved God of War 2018, mm -hmm. the Cory Barlog game. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. But we all kind of like, you know, Different you things. like reggae music, you know, and this person likes uh, death metal. This guy likes dream theater. This one loves, yeah. you know. And so for that guy, I was kind of like, I was like, he, do you know that Video Games Donkey is just a kid that plays video games, right? Yeah, He's, and he has his uh, opinions and yeah, everybody well, has their opinions. Yeah, like and... me, I just play video games that they it may not resonate with you or like my taste may yeah. not resonate with you but we're just people enjoying what we like mm -hmm. and then we have we have the right to say we don't like something even though it has a following <laughs> dynasty warriors yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> i'm never going to like let that up is when i was like mm -hmm. i gave it you know, a lower score only for my opinion, yeah. but I clearly said, and I've probably talked about this in the podcast, but it just, it's mind boggling to me how people don't get it where I was like, if you like this type mm -hmm. of game and if you're a fan of it, mm -hmm. you're going to love it. You're yeah. going to love it. Me personally, I don't. And it's like, you're supposed to like it. Yeah. Like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, it's like, oh my you know, gosh. I, I don't like cheese on my burger. I just don't like it. It's so weird, right? You know? But I like jalapenos and I don't like them pickled. I like them raw. Yeah. I'm just weird like that. And it's not like I got, like I get mad about it. I just trip out on it so much about how everybody's like, no, you're supposed to think the way I think and you're supposed to like Pickles on your burgers. Yeah. Understand me? You're going to get pickles on your burgers. It's like music, though. <laughs> people are very, like, tribal. Yeah. We're, we're tribal people, you know? Mm -hmm. So. It still trips me out. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. But the, he was like, "How you like it? The, this guy said it sucks. I'm like, I'm I'm loving it. And I and, guess there's a way to say it. Like, yeah. oh, this game sucks. Well, mm, but, does it, though? Or just you didn't enjoy it? There's a difference, you know? You know, he's an entertainer. And he... he he makes yeah, clicks, know. you know, you get clicks from making entertaining videos and he's very good at it. And over the top and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. and he's very good at it. So that's his thing and that's fantastic. And you like him. That's great. I, I'm enjoying it and I'm not, a I'm lot of people it. are though. Yeah. And the problem that I'm streaming it is that I can't really immerse myself into it because the dialogue's too lengthy for me. Mm -hmm. And I, at this point, especially with with Lupak saying he put 66 hours into it, 67 hours in it. I just want to hunt dinosaurs and I want to stealth kill them and I want to trap them. And I want, I, I'm just fascinated with trapping them and finding how many different ways I can set up a trap, you know, like a mm -hmm. mine and then lure him towards me and then set up another trip wire and go, ha ha, gotcha. Like it's, it's fun for me to just turn off my brain and play a right. mindless game. 
Exactly. That's mm-hmm. exactly how I feel with what I play. But yeah. it's so funny that you say that it's lengthy mm-hmm. dialogue mm-hmm. because I keep falling asleep when I play Pokemon <laughs> Shield. Or um, no. Yeah. Um, what Ar- game Arceus. Do I have? Arceus. Yeah. Gee whiz. Because the the dialogue just goes on and on and I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't with this. <laughs> yeah. You're like, just let me lose. Let me catch Pokemon. Yes. Yes. So that's mm-hmm. what just made me laugh when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and, and Elden Ring right now, one of my friends is messaging me, Toast, he's like, Gusto, we got a co-op Elden Ring, and I'm like, oh my I'm like I was expecting a co-op gosh. with Benj, because I'm I'm assuming Benj will come visit us, and we'll be like, all right, you ready for the grind? It's going to get real, let's do it, because he's, he's gonna really going to visit good. us, and then you guys are going to disappear. <laughs> well, we always do that when he comes over, but it was funny, because yesterday he was streaming, and this guy on the stream was like, oh, get ready, this boss, he's so hard, you're going to die several times. After you die, I'll give you some hints. Ben destroyed you beat him. It. He's so good. And he goes, though. "How did you beat him? How did you beat him?" And I was like, "And I was like, hey, bro. they don't know Ben." I was like, hey, "It's my son. I raised him from." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but it was it was funny. It was it was beautiful. Uh, but that's why I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. I think I'm about twenty hours into it, and I'm loving it. It's just it's fun for me to hunt to get parts to upgrade myself. And do side missions, mm-hmm. and I want to do every side mission just to get stronger because it's so much fun to learn new tricks and traps. And I'm like, that's the hook. That's the hook that got me the first time. Uh, I don't know how well the game will do because Elden Ring is crushing it. Mm-hmm. But um, that's it. That's what I've been playing. All right, here we go. Here we go. I got some. I got some news. I'll start off. I'll start off with some news here. This is one hot off the press. It's still smoking. So guys, for those of you playing Elden Rings on PC, be careful. They're advising you to turn off online play. So reports that some PC players are being hacked by invaders and they're ruining their saves. Oh, um, man. So I immediately sent that to Benj. Oh, man. Yeah, because um, he's worked so hard. Yeah on this game and that would really stink for someone to come and i'm like it would be funny if it was miyazaki doing this as a joke to say like okay you (laughs) you think you could beat my game we'll have some of this remember when i said that i would not take out the trouble of playing you know how hard (laughs) it is the difficulty and i said it's part of the struggle and the the triumphs yeah here's one more (laughs) yeah and uh so guys just turn off your online play on pc do that now uh, also, really quick, Game Pass is kind of running on Steam Deck. A new Microsoft Edge for Linux beta now permits the browser to run Xbox Cloud's gaming and Steam's uh, Game Pass games on Steam Deck. Or, I guess, I'm sorry, stream Game Pass games on Steam Deck. Uh, I don't know, for some reason, I, I get Steam Deck and Stream, stream Deck. <laughs> um, I think that was all right. Yeah, Steam Deck and sh- whatever. So... I think it was last week that we talked about this, that they were in talks about it, right? Mm-hmm. He so, said it's up to the gamers. Yeah. Well, but this is the cloud streaming. So you can technically do this on our cell phones. Right. But they're saying, hey, there's a way where you can get... Um, so they, they advise of a step-by-step instructions okay. for the Steam Deck. Um, and they're saying, you, you need to get like uh, Microsoft Edge, which I'm like, ugh, ugh. And you can run the Xbox Cloud Gaming beta. But... Like like Regami said, I can't wait to see what people are going to start doing to this thing. 
-hmm. This is made for gaming and people are going to say, hey, check this out. I can make it run this. I can make it run that. And it's like right now I'm waiting for them to run Super Mario 64 or like a Wii game, an emulator, better than the Switch. That's what I'm waiting for. Hmm. Oh, uh, really quick also, I don't know. Sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, Hogwarts Legacy is also coming to the Switch. Uh, a lot of people were wondering, like, is this a typo? But it is. So it is coming on the next-gen uh, games. And, and then I know there's a lot of controversy with that whole franchise and J.K. Rollins and stuff. Oh. But um, it is definitely coming to the Switch. It was confirmed uh, by, like, an FAQ on their official game website. So, hmm. you know, that that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so, well, like a thief in the night, the Nintendo DSi shop and the Wii shop channel were pulled offline this past week. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo had announced that they were taking the eShop, uh, taking down the eShop for the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U, but kind of quietly yanked the Nintendo DSi shop and the Wii shop channel. Um, they yanked those offline as well. Uh, this resulted in inaccessibility to previously downloaded titles and the DSi shop it was originally closed on April Fool's Day of 2017 for new purchases only. So mm. I guess this just kind of just took it all down completely. Um, I don't know because I don't use my 3DS or my Wii U. Um, or especially, Zion still uses a 3DS, but he doesn't go to the eShop. I, don't, I, I use it, but I don't, I don't go to the right. eShop, yeah. No, like these stories is why like as old timers, we're very leery about going strictly digital. And I know I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier um, when you were talking about the uh, the Mario Kart uh, maps and yeah. whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, like the appeal comes from like ease of access and not having to like if you have a handheld, you don't want to carry all your cartridges around yeah. and, you know, maybe lose them or have to get the game, switch it out. Mm -hmm. And then it just it's a pain. So I do like digital aspect of it. But this is kind of what what makes me not want to do that oh, yeah. because like you end up losing the games mm -hmm. when the servers go down. So. It's it's like the only way to be able to like kind of collect retro gaming items like for future generations is just the console. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. we'd, we'd go hunting for like the consoles, the games and uh -huh. all this stuff where it's like, well, everything's going to be digital in the future. Like it's like, hey, look, I have this old um, PlayStation 7. Well, what do you do with it? Nothing. You can't. It was all digital. Let's just look at it. Well, that's why this video game preservation, pres preservation, 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 um, or I know piracy is bad, but for a game like Guitar Ruman, oh, where you that game. The, the game can cannot be re released. It's it's it can't. So unless we get it and emulate it, we can we'll never say you know be able to play it again. So some of these games, it's like it's like I I had Doc Lewis Punch Out. Mm -hmm. On the Wii. I had it. It's a rare game. It's delisted. I can no longer re-download it. Mm -hmm. So the only way I can get it is I if I that. pirate if I pirate the game and I hack my Wii in order to play it. Oh my god. Which is like we're doing all these like obstacles in order to get what we paid we for. We would if we were gonna yeah. If we had a physical and and it's like I told uh Julian when he wanted to play F Zero. I was like, dude, you're better off buying an N64 and buying F-Zero. Mm. You're better off just doing that because now you'll have it. 
And That's so ridiculous. and as long as you have a CRT TV or an adapter for your N sixty four, you'll have it forever. You know. So. Yeah. Was that it on on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did want to announce this happened kind of early in the week, but I I kind of pinned it. Uh, EA cancels its big summer event. Tanya, you remember that? E- yes, EA play. EA play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was actually cool. I only, liked it. Well, we liked it because it was at E3. If they had EA Play in... Oh, we would still we, enjoy it. It's still but something. If, but if they had it in Minnesota, would we fly to Minnesota to oh, go no, to no, EA no. Play? Oh, no. But if they have it during PAX, of course I'm going to yeah. go hit it up. You know what I mean? Um, so they were saying that um, we love EA Play live, and it's our way of connecting with our players and sharing uh, what's new with all of you. However, this year, things aren't lining up to show you everything on one date. Uh, We have uh, exciting things happening at our world-class studios, and this year, we'll reveal much more about these projects when the time... That's the neighbor, I know, sorry. We have a package for the neighbor, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, we look forward to spending time with you throughout the year. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that that was it. So they're saying like... I don't know if they don't have enough games to show or if everything's kind of scattered. They don't have vertical slices Well, for people to play. It could be a combination of both or it could be a combination of what's traffic going to be like because they didn't, they don't just do it all in one day. That was always a few, it, it lasted three days. It, it, it runs concurrently e- with, with E3. Yes. Exactly. So in one day and you're not making announcements unless you're doing some online thing. I don't know if they did that when we went, but, um, they probably don't have that. And I really think that the turnout isn't going to be good. I agree. I agree. It's just perfect it's, for them to just announce. This. Yeah. It's more money for them to go set up, have yeah. it open than not. But you know what though? Maybe because there's nothing going on right now. Exactly. It might steal thunder and maybe people mm, will be like, cause it, in something LA, to do. uh, downtown Figueroa, it's mm-hmm. always kind of happening. And if they announce like, Hey, we got free games and, but maybe they don't have it. I don't know. I don't know. I either. just know we played Titanfall two before it came out there. Yeah, that was, was fun. So rad. That was fun. Yeah. Well, so I have something quick. If you um, was that it on that? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you love sharing your Xbox clips to Twitter, you can say goodbye to that feature, or it was a built-in feature. It was available via Xbox Insider, and we're not quite sure how popular this feature was, but Microsoft removed that feature. Oh man! But. If you do want to share your Xbox clips to Twitter, you can still do it, but you'll have to take the extra step of sending it to your phone first. So still there. Oh, so you forward it to your phone and then Mm -hmm. you upload to Twitter. I always wonder how people do that. I always see people like Arcade Butter or Sin and they're, they're showing film footage and it looks awesome. I'm like, Hey, that's cool. I, I don't know, but it's, it plays without me having to click anything. And I'm like, I love that because Mm -hmm. I don't have to click a link or whatever. And it's just showing the video. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they're doing. Um, I think so. Kind of like stories and stuff like that. Like except. YouTube stories kind of, but except on... Um, on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Possibly. That's cool. But that, I, so I don't know why they're removing it. That's kind of weird. Uh, well, they're, it's just they removed the feature to be able to do it directly to the social media. And that's I weird. think they had removed the social media links and it was just sending it to the mobile device. 
And I think with the Xbox Insider, that's one of those like kind of beta. Oh yeah, yeah, it things. Is actually, yeah, so it that is. way they get to try the features. So it could be that a lot of people just weren't even using it, and they're maybe why invest in it if it's not being used? You know. Yeah, yeah, because these guys are actually butter plays on Xbox, but Sins plays on PC. So I don't know how they're doing it, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe I'm just old fashioned. You can still do it though. Just yep. extra steps. Uh, really quick, Valve. You know how uh, I don't have a Steam Deck. But I keep hearing all this news, and they apparently fixed Elden Ring to run better on the Steam Deck. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, why do they keep teasing me with all these cool <laughs> little tricks and stuff? I don't have it. You're going to get an email on the 27th, though. You think so? Yes. Is that the next one? That's what you said. Well, hopefully I get one. It wasn't the 28th, or was it the 28th? I thought it was the 7th. I didn't get that email, but me, Okay, then it was the 28th. Ray, and Jason. Remember I told you 28th special day, so you're going to get an email. Oh, that'd be sweet. I can't wait. Yes. Uh, on, on that note, so they fixed Elden Ring to run portable on the Steam Deck. Um, Elden Ring has sold over 12 million copies globally since launch. So that is That's good. freaking crazy. So I don't That's know awesome. whether to tell, like, what do you do if you're Jim Ryan? You know, because Jim Ryan's like, or or Square Enix were like, we need to sell this many copies. Like, mm-hmm. do you... How can they copy this formula? You know that everyone's trying right now. Do you remember that year we went to PlayStation Experience and every game was like Minecraft? Everything was like, get these things, you know, mix them together, create this thing. You have a pickaxe. I'm like, wow, everyone's trying to copy Minecraft. And now I'm like, are we going to see a bunch of clones of uh, Elden Ring? But From Software announced on Thursday that the game has now sold over 12 million copies collectively counting sales from both retail and digital. With only five days to sell the game on February, Elden Ring still managed to be the month's top-selling game. Wow. Beating out Horizon Forbidden West and Pokemon Legends Arceus. Mm -hmm. So what's sad is that last time Horizon came out, Breath of the Wild came out, and it just kind of overshadowed Horizon. And now this time Horizon came out and Elden Ring now yeah. shadowed it yeah but props to from software Miz, Miz, miyazaki. miyazaki because if you listen to his story when they gave him demon souls yeah uh it was it was rough man it was rough but he pulled through and they were worried about this one too so mm-hmm. yep yep all right uh this is my last one um so i must be the bearer of bad news today because <laughs> um <laughs> gran turismo 7 now has the lowest user score of metacritic of all sony's titles uh, releasing on March 4th, the PlayStation 5 title has garnered a 2.2 user review score, while the meta score is an 87. And this is as of right before recording this episode. Um, other games with low scores have only had a handful of reviews, but Gran Turismo 7 currently has 4,531 ratings, of course, as as of before recording. Yeah. Um, most of the reviews came in on March 17th, and two major things happened that day. Polyphony had released a patch that reduced the players' payout from their races. 1.07 update? I, I believe think, right? so. I don't I don't know the number of it, but it made it harder to unlock new cars without using microtransactions mm-hmm. to just buy them. Yeah. And then the game was taken offline between the 17th and 18th for more than 24 hours. And due to a lot of the content uh, that requires online connectivity, it was pretty much unplayable at the, yeah. during that time that game requires you to be on at all times or else mm-hmm. it will not work yeah so um let's see with these 
these features in addition to like the high priced cars. So not only did they release that patch where it's making it hard for you and you just have to buy them, they also upped the cost of the cars from all of the previous <laughs> titles, like to where it's like, I, I, do, I want to be, was it like three times, eight times? It's like, I don't know. It's like an, a crazy amount of a difference. Um, the players were just, they're not having it. They took it to Metacritic and, you know, as their user yeah. reviews. And then also social media. Um, I'll read a couple of those. Someone on Twitter named Steve Alvarez Brown. Oh, well, actually, Super GT on Twitter. It says, as a matter of principle, I will never do a single microtransaction ever on GT7. The game has definitely got to a point whereby it's unreasonably time-consuming for the average player to gain credits. Don't get me started on the roulette spins either. Um, but someone else had posted a, a picture of the logo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the box art. It says Gran Turismo 7, the real credit card simulator. <laughs> oh I'll show it to you. Oh my it gosh. says it underneath it. That's funny. Yeah. So they are getting a lot, <sighs> a lot of heat to the point where Kazunori Yamauchi had to release a statement. Now, a couple of things here. You know how you said this is why we go we go physical, mm-hmm. not digital. Right. But this is physical. Right. That doesn't work. So it's oh like, my gosh. this doesn't, it's just a coaster. Um, yeah. So that's kind of messed up. And now how much of this was, you know, the idea of the heads, like Jim Ryan saying, hey, microtransaction this yeah you know like milk it i'm milking oh that's uh, not milking udders like i don't know i guess i'm doing boxing i'm doing the uh what do they call like in las vegas the the oh slot yeah slot machines i'm going like slot machines you're doing like those little plastic boxing guys that (laughs) i'm doing hand gestures i don't know what you were doing but um you know how much of it were were them saying hey yeah we can make a lot of money because this game it sells. Right. Like, Hotcakes. usually the racing games, you know, people buy the heck out of them, like Forza and, and Gran Turismo. They've always been just competing. But uh, it was sad because I thought of that book, you know, the Press Jason reset. Schreier. Yeah, where I'm I like. I've been wanting to listen to it. Where the devs are like, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. Ugh. But the heads are like, we have We're to do, do it. This. Because yeah. we have we have stock and you know, we have to make sure everyone's happy. But so he, what was his, his statement? Uh, first, he said that he took it down because there was, uh, you Backlash. know, there was a problem, no, with, with oh. the game starting, it was crashing, and we didn't want to uh, destroy anyone's game safe. But then he said, uh, and I quote, in GT7, I would like to have users enjoy lots of cars and races, even without microtransactions. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the pricing of cars is an important element that conveys their value and rarity. Oh. So I do think it's important for it to be linked with the real world prices. Oh my gosh. So how much <laughs> are know. they? But I was like, how much of this was Kaz and how much of it was someone saying, you're going to put this? Like, I think it was more him. Kazanori? Yeah, because if he's saying that, like... I was like, okay, so if it wasn't him, he'd be like, I would like to do it this way, but no, he has a very specific reason. Well, that kind of makes sense because the rarity of it, you're like, whoa, but but wait, he goes, uh, I want to make Gran Turismo 7 a game which you can enjoy a variety of cars lots of different ways, and if possible, 
would like to try to avoid the situation uh, where a player must mechanically keep replaying certain events over and over again, which I'm like, no, 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 no. Give me the option. If I'm a psychopath and I want to, if I want to play Overwatch, the same maps since 2016, let me be that psychopath. You don't, don't tell me that, well, the only way you can get these new maps is by giving me real money because we don't want you to play the same maps over and over and over again. You don't know what kind of crazy person I am, you know? Like, because he doesn't want people playing the same maps. No, I racing get over you. And, over to- and I get it. I get it. Like, give you the option. Yes. And, and yes, I, I do agree with the rarity. I don't know how much these cars are. Me neither. So if they're really ridiculous, then it's like, come on now. Yeah. But I, I know it kind of gives a longevity to the game as well, to where it's like, hey, we're going to make this a little bit harder. And I get it. I get it. We do that with Overwatch. It's like, well, I didn't get the costume I want. Mm-hmm. I'm getting everybody else's. Yeah. But the in-game credit that you get, and there's not a lot of maps, I mean, that I can recall. But, but I have so much currency because I don't play other characters. I use that currency to buy my Reinhardt skins. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it seems like leveling up to get the coins needed to purchase the cars is like... Outrageous. That's what it sounds like yeah. because everyone's everyone's being vocal about it. And that's all yeah. I've been hearing and I'm about not, this past week. I don't play a lot of racing games, so I'm a little bit ignorant when it comes to this this area of it. Mm-hmm. But from what I'm gathering, mm-hmm. it just seems like it's outrageous. But I don't know. Yeah. For that many people. I know. Because, I mean, you have to understand that people are going to be like, okay, a company has to do this and that. I know a lot of people don't see it that way, but they do. Um, but I don't know to what extent it's going. Yeah. It seems pretty bad. Yeah, it seems that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment has finally announced a specific launch date for the Overwatch PvP beta well, on PC April 26th. It's going to be a 5-on-5 rather than a 6v6. And they also announced that Doomfist is now a tank. So Fisty Cuffs is going to be a tank, which is going to be kind of weird. I still don't like the 5v5 Me idea, but maybe it might work better. Maybe... The mechanic, I don't know, maybe the dynamics might work better, but I can't. I like the six. I know, me too. Uh, also, last night, Netflix released official trailer for Tekken, the anime series. Um, so that's going to make, uh, it's a full anime series uh, debut, not including the Tekken, the motion picture feature film. Uh, this is going to be Tekken Bloodline, a series that is uh, set out to adapt a version of the game franchise's original story by focusing on Jin. Kazama's rise to skill and power under the brutal tutelage of his grandfather, Hihachi Mishima. How how much was Harada involved in that? Probably. I don't Probably know. Probably not. Because I, I, I mean, you would think he would. I be. personally would have been like, you know, Harada's also, you know, he's given us advice. You know, he's an advisor, but they didn't mention Harada anywhere on that. That's weird. That's yeah. really weird. Yeah, hopefully it's good, though. I mean, they did the Shen... A lot of these... Shenmue, that's an anime series. Uh, Nier, uh, Automata is going to be uh, anime oh, as well. Oh, that's going to be beautiful. Yep. I mean, if it was Street Fighter, you want your, you know, Yoshinori Ono to be involved, especially if he puts the Blanca in his cup and walks <laughs> in and says... <laughs> For me, it was Tuesday. That's yeah. so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news I have. Uh, Fortnite... Temporarily removes building from its new season, which 
Uh, I just saw Sin say, woohoo, maybe I'll start downloading it. <laughs> that was one of those things where, you know how these kids can multitask? Like, yes. Oh, yeah, no. Well, I couldn't do that. <laughs> Epic Games has dropped details for Fortnite's new Chapter 3 Season 2, which includes the surprising news that has tempor- temporarily removed building from the Battle Royale's main mode. So that's going to go live later today. So I, I don't know if maybe they're trying to just mix things up to bring some life into the game. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, Interesting. Uh, yep, that's the news. You guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Introvert Supercast. Remember, you could find us on the social medias. We're on Twitter, BeatboxTon and Gusto underscore UFO. Also, I stream on Twitch, Gusto underscore UFO. And we also have a great Discord with a lot of people that are just into gaming. Uh, so if you're not looking, if you're looking for something else, sorry. <laughs> but we are pretty, pretty into the whole gaming Under Introvert yeah. Supercast. Or introverts, whatever we the are there. But they can find us when they find our social media. They'll <laughs> see our Discord if they'd like to chit-chat. So thank you so much. You all be safe and keep gaming.